Because they're biting your worries, 
We had a long problem of terrorism. Until recently, under the leadership of Kenel Asim Goita, we realized that, oh, these terrorists are formed by, by uh, Emmanuela Macaron and her Western allies in Syria. Then we decided to remove their international organizations out of Mali, their embassies out of Mali, their military out of Mali, to break the supply chain of weapons, food, and their uh, other uh, necessary resources to fight us, to destabilize Africa. When we did that, we militarized the army of Mali. We then went to Russia. We came with so many weapons. We went to confront the terrorists, because now we know that the terrorist's mother is no longer in Mali. When we encountered the terrorists there, we taught them a lesson. You know what happened? The United Nations Human Rights Commission raised a red flag with an outcry that we in Mali are abusing human rights. You know the human rights for whom? For their children. Those terrorists that they formed and left there are the people that they're crying of that we are abusing their human rights. But when they are terrorizing and destabilize Africa every day for the advantage of the West to get cheaper resources and cheaper labor in Africa, they don't complain. They don't say anything. You're not here. Imagine a journalist from Europe. We are looking for terrorists. But a journalist from Europe can come with a camera and go and do a documentary inside a danger zone where there are terrorists. Where did he go to the numbers of the terrorists? How does he or she have an access with the terrorists? Their non-governmental organizations are comfortable in the terrorist zone. What are they doing there? They are looking points and points and points and tagging where there are mineral resources and extract using their, those terrorists to fund them with those money, destabilizing the people of Africa. Double standards. Imagine, those terrorists, if they don't come in Africa armed, they will come as journalists, as oppositional parties, as the advocates of human rights with their international organizations. If we arrest them on spying on us, you will hear the outcry from their masters saying there is a human abuse, human rights abuse in Africa. But they've kept Julian Assange for a long time, after he has exposed them, and they even threatened to bomb ICC if ICC issues a warrant of arrest to any American citizen. Double standards. Yes. No soldier. We got to make another plan. Because we're And taking over our land. It is a struggle between China, America, Europeans, and the England. And we can take to know that we play a bigger part. The soldiers are falling anyhow. Because the leadership, they do the hour. Them don't kill me the power. Them don't give a damn whether we eat or whether we shower. They never want to listen to the cry of the innocent. Them rather planning.
Francis made it clear. Our interests are there. So the enemy of Niger is not Niger. Enemies of Niger are these people who have interests in our economy. So we will no longer to tolerate African presidents who hoof, 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 hoof around the house. Whereas the owners are slipping on their splash Egyptian cotton sheets. Peep once in a while through the window. So who is there? Oh, it's Mnangagwa. More sanctions. Who is there? Oh, it is uh, Tore put on sanctions. No. No. Who is there? You know, who is passing by? You know, no, get rid of him. Go kill him. Who is there? You know, it is Gaddafi. It's too noisy. Obama, get rid of him. Who is there? No, Saddam Hussein, no good for us. Get rid of him. Who is there? No, that is Lumumba. No, get, get, get him out of the window. Who is there? And no, 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 no. We want no more hoofing business. We want no more hoofing business. We want to deal with the owners of the estate who are giving us trouble. And so, African leaders, let's start working together. Let's think together. Let's share our resources, our food security for each other. And when you hear that another African country is in trouble, don't laugh about it. So we cannot in Africa in this day and age tolerate any leader. We cannot tolerate any leader who continues to be a puppet of Western powers to abuse our own local people. That time is up. Purely African for Africa is for Africans. And it is time now that as African countries, particularly you as African children, we need to start talking together, working together, supporting each other, putting our voices together to build the Africa that we want. We need to start mobilizing ourselves into this common good interest. I promise you, I promise you, and I will say it again. If the war breaks out in Niger, I am going personally to Niger to join that army there. I would rather die as a soldier standing than live as a poor servant and slave on the colonial system. No soldier. We got to make another plan. Because we're and taking over our land. It is a struggle between China, America, Europeans, and the mainland. And it's interesting to know that we play a bigger part. The soldiers are falling anyhow. Because the leadership, they do the hour. Them don't kill me the power. Them don't give a damn whether we eat or whether we shower. They never want to listen to the cry of the to think together, work together, act together, support each other, particularly on issues 
of national interest because when national interests are tempered with, the sovereignty of countries is tempered with. And there's no way Africa can... Long as our politics is being managed by foreign external people who even have the confidence of getting on media spaces and say, we are coming there because we want to protect our interests, our businesses. We want to protect our interests. But how did your interests end up in our countries? How did your, how did your, how did we become so important in your business, yet when we are not important to ourselves? How did our resources become so important to you that they will even call for, for, for your army to come here to our country to protect us from ourselves? <laughs> That's quite interesting. Huh? You, you, you leave America to come to Niger to, to fight the, the people of Niger because you want to protect interests. Whose interests? American interests. Now, in which ship, in which aeroplane did your interests fly from Washington? to Niger, that you must now come here to Niger to protect your interests. Now, oil, this is business. This is uranium, this is business. These are our resources, gold, this is business. So the only interest you can be talking about is your business interest. So now you understand, ladies and gentlemen, that African countries are being managed by multinational companies that are in those countries. And these multinational companies stand lots of support from their mother bodies and their countries of origin. The sanctions that have been pushed forward to uh, Niger from ECOWAS. ECOWAS flies into, into Niger. And what these organizations must remember, number one, it is that the, those sanctions that they are putting forward, they will only go to damage and destroy their fellow African people. And it is not right that you will make the poor people suffer because sanctions by nature they are intended to put pressure on the government and uh, force the regime that is in power to hand over power back to the colonial system. The sanctions have never been to the advantage of the local people. Because when you cut down the resources on the local people, it is a foreign agenda because the commercial and business interests of the West are being challenged. And France was very clear, and even Biden this morning was very clear, that Niger must expect a very strong repercussion for the decisions that she has made. And that decisions means that there may be interventions that are coming to restore the American interests, to restore the French interests. Now, I read something also this morning that was interesting, that after America blew up the Nord Stream, Nord Stream gas pipe that was supplying Europe, their option and alternative was to build another gas pipeline from Niger into Europe, inclusive the uranium that is being taken off. And Niger, it looks like it's putting a stop to that. So the American plan is fall, has fallen dead to the ground. The Nord Stream is no longer working. The Niger pipeline is no longer working. And the uranium which they had opted to get from Niger is no longer working. Now, because Americans and British and Europe are pumping money into ECOWAS, and they're pumping money indirectly because they're in control of the leaders of those countries. And they're not interested in democracy. Because if they were interested in democracy, they would have been discussing the Biafra story. We got to make a 
none other plan Because they're buying your warrants at late And taking over our land It is a struggle between China, America, Europeans and the England And it's interesting to know that we play a bigger part The soldiers are falling anyhow it is you. I've got a lot of uranium here. You have heard of the quarrels going on in Niger. There is a crisis now in an African country known as Niger. I think some of our friends from West Africa know it better, Togo and, uh, and Cameroon, they know it better. You have heard of the quarrels going on in Niger, in West Africa, about uranium being taken to Europe. That's how I came to know recently. When this crisis started, we started getting information that apparently Niger is exporting a lot of uranium to Europe and to France for them to, to use in their nuclear uh, power stations to generate electricity for themselves. So this morning I took interest. I said, by the way, what is the electricity supply in Niger? Before you sell uranium to the other person, how about you? What's happening to you? Now I found, I was told, there is a measurement they call kilowatt, kilowatt hour per capita. Kilowatt hour per capita. Uh -huh. Apparently, the kilowatt hour per capita of electricity in Niger is 51. 51. Every person in, in, in Niger is using 51 kilowatt hour per capita. Uh, the, the GDP of Niger is US dollars 613. Now, here in Uganda, our kilowatt hour per capita was very low, was like this in the, some years ago. Was as low as this one of, of, of Niger. But now it's about 300. Still very low. But that's where it is. Then how about the United States? What is the kilowatt hour per capita of the United States? 12,000. And there is a country called Iceland, it has got a lot of electricity, uh, of course they have got a small population, but it is 54,000. Now Uganda has got a lot of uranium. Some years ago, 
a Western company came and proposed to mine, to, to mine the uranium. They came here, said they want to, want to mine the uranium. I asked them, mine it and take it where? They said, export it. That was their answer. I asked them, export it for what purposes? They told me, for the purposes of generating nuclear energy for electricity and other uses such as medicine, vector control, etc. I then asked them, have you had a rumor that there are some human beings here in Uganda who need electricity, who need nuclear medicine? and who need vector control services. I asked them, you want to take the uranium, but have you had a rule that there are some human beings here? It's not confirmed that they are there, but could, could it be a rumor that there are some human beings here? Why don't you propose to build that capacity here for the, for the benefit of these human beings who live in Uganda. And maybe we can put aside some quantity of uranium for supporting the economies of our friends in the West. After that, after you have addressed my issue, I can also share with you so that you, you also can solve yours. But to tell me that you solve my problems and forget yours, I, I cannot accept that. They never came back. They never came back. No soldiers. We got to make another plan. Because they're buying our insulation. And taking over our land. It is a struggle between China, America, Europeans, and the England. And we can take it to know that we play.